Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights podcast recap episode. Not my favorite and not many of your favorite episode in the sense that occasionally I'll <laughs> mention some things that haven't been said or that I forgot about, but a lot of times just a very quick rehash of the previous 20 or 25 episodes that I've done and uh, a real mix. Hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, I want to thank my sponsors uh, throughout it all. Uh, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hogan Scott Auctions, Upper Deck, Panini, and Tops. Monday this week, I messed up. I know what I was thinking. I was waiting till the last minute. I had a couple of episodes ready to go, and I forgot to choose one because I was thinking about the recap for those episodes, and uh, particularly the one that instead of doing it Monday, I just did it on Tuesday. I had it ready to go, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to be the last episode uh, of the recap. And so I just uh, did what I thought was best. Today is my awesome wife's birthday, and Saturday is my awesome mother's birthday. My wife really enjoys all the episodes, so she doesn't really need the recaps. My mom, on the other hand, is not going to listen to a podcast unless I tee it up for her. And I have done that some, and I, I'm not going to give my wife's age. I'm not even going to give any clues because if somebody gives me clues, I, I will try to figure out the clues. I have a lovely wife and uh, her age can be unknown, but she's doing great. She's in her prime. And uh, my mom, I've already outed her age at 98, but she is now disputing that. <laughs> I actually have her driver's license and I say, mom, you're going to be 98 on Saturday. And she says, no, I don't think so. So much for that. So women, I think, can self-determine their age. Maybe men can do that too. Okay, the recap starting with 11.02. Nine listener questions. I got really behind on questions. And that's the first time I ever tried to do nine in one sitting. Still keeping it under 15 minutes. And I succeeded. But give me feedback if you'd like to have fewer questions in more depth or more questions with treating it pretty quickly. I'm happy to oblige. In fact, I've done some of both. 1103 was the Goodwin Champions box review. Upper Deck has been great at sending me occasional boxes and they have figured out that although I really do like hockey, I also like some of the multi-sport things. And you're going to find out later in this episode that I really like Metal Universe and the various variations of that they have that evoke uh, some of my favorite sets and products from the late 90s, of which that was when everything was going strong and great memories of those sets. Thanks, Upper Deck. 1104, The Ramblings with Rich. I got on that a month or two ago when I'm with Rich. Instead of just worrying about a title, let's just talk. And people like that. And I like it. It's a lot of fun. I don't want to wear Rich out to do him all the time. I've got another time teed up with Rich for us to do some more episodes. But I'm looking forward to it just like I'm sure you are too. 1105, not to copy, but I had Ramblings with David Marino. A very connected guy. Was really in the know, very involved, very social, not just social media, but social in person. Been great to get to know him over the last few years. And one thing I've got to say is when I was on with him, we broke it into two episodes, but we talked for much longer. There were a few things that were off the record that were personal to him. But then there's some other things that were off the record about some industry insights that he had that he was sharing with me. And I thought, I didn't know that. And so we could bat that around. But again, I'm not going to put in the podcast things that are off the record. Sorry, everybody. 1107 was the dueling questions with Daps. That actually was broken into two parts as well. He's the new breed of dealer, influencer, card shop, social media. 
all that stuff. I decided to do that. His person had approached me to be on the podcast, and I thought, that's great. I'd like to make a new friend, and I'd heard of him. But they gave me a list of things he wanted to talk about. I thought, I don't really like to do it that way. I wanted to do dueling questions. And he was up for it. Daps and I had a good time. Thanks. And keep up the good work, Daps. He follows the beat of his own drummer, and he's got a decent following. 11.08, and then there was another one as well, 11.14, where I I kept going with Brian Cappell on the 4849 Leaf Baseball. I just was fascinated. If you're not interested in vintage cards, you're still interested in, in baseball cards and sports cards and principles of printing are the same over time where plates can change and the way they do the printing presses. We got into that. So hopefully everybody got something. I'm not saying this is the absolute last word on 4849 Leaf Baseball, but it's certainly the final for now. Uh, Brian, I thought I was done before Brian approached me. And Brian, thank you so much for sharing your passion and your knowledge. 1109 were the outtakes on the latest NFLPA battle with Panini and also the news from Brian Gray. Uh, I, I, Brian, it, it, it was maybe shocking to some people. It wasn't really shocking to me because I think Brian, he's not exactly like me, but when you're the guy for a long time and you're the rainmaker, it wears on you. So I'm hoping this is a new lease on life for Brian that he, he's cashed out to some degree, uh, at this point and uh, has some options and some margin. So I get it, Brian, and I thank you for your contributions to the hobby. And I'm predicting there's a lot more we'll hear from you. Uh, Eleven ten were the outtakes on the uh, the danger of not having football cards, <laughs> which I, I think it's going to keep going, and the Shohei Otani injury. And again, these are both uh, negatives. Hobby Hotline is a live call-in show, so people are asking about what's newsworthy and injuries, legal stuff. That's really bad news, but that's what people want to talk about. And so I've tried to put a positive spin on it that anytime there's a problem, sometimes there's an opportunity associated with it. 11-12 was the Skybox Metal Universe Champions multi-sports set, but also the potential for PMGs. And that's the chase. The reason Metal Universe had problems back in the day, it's astounding to me because the, the, the product was beautiful in the base set, as well as some amazing... Uh, parallels or inserts, but I guess they were just too tough. They just were too far ahead of their time, but uh, like to get in the time machine and go back and buy all that up. But if you did, you'd wind up with a lot of base cards and the reorientation of the hobby through the junk wax was that lots of base cards was not good. 11.13, more ramblings with Rich. Uh, by the way, you're wondering why I jumped through the thousands and that was because the thousands are reserved for some YouTube videos for my wall which I'll come back to. I'm, I'm gradually getting some stuff back from uh, BGS from my longtime submission there. And as I get more stuff, I'll be able to do uh, videos that do the current wall, as well as some of the additions that I'm making based on the cards I'm getting back in. So that's my version of a reveal. 11, 15, 16, and 18 were all ramblings with Mike Obert and Alex Oswasinski. And I got to say, I'm a loud chewer. I didn't know we were going to record everything, but I thought I'll just put the microphone in the middle of the table while we're having our lunch. And if something comes up that's interesting, I'll use it for the podcast. And Mike Obert knew that. And so did Alex. Mike, I've known for a long time, worked with him. Great sales professional, has his own company or companies now. So he's done very well. And Alex also <laughs> has a company, but he's a hobbyist, but very advanced in terms of baseball and football, signed rookie cards. Very impressive. Look forward to seeing Alex at the shows and 
as we talked, Mike's sons might be at the shows more than Mike. One eleven seventeen was just my riff on thinking that kids, in some sense, have an edge. They have more time. They they have lots of passion. They're pretty fearless. Um, so, you know, just trying to be thought provoking. And I don't want to be a kid again. I'm happy with my age, which is not a secret. But I don't want to be a kid again. But I think kids have an edge sometimes at some of the card shows. 1119, 1120 were both listener question episodes. Also 1121, same thing. Just experimenting with different formats, trying to cut through them, 9, 5, and 7. I do think I've got to come up with a way to summarize what's in those episodes so that you would maybe know what the questions are. But I, I get a lot of questions, and I don't mean to slight anybody if I don't answer your question, but some of them I've already answered, and some of them I think even if I've answered it before, I've got another way to answer it. I think people like the listener questions, especially if it's your question. <laughs> but just keep the questions coming. I'll do my best. 11.22 were the outtakes from Hobby Hotline a week and a half ago. I, I really enjoy that. Uh, one of the good things about Hobby Hotline is it's hard to control the narrative because you're getting these comments and questions because uh, it's a live show. So I always encourage you to listen to the show live, or you can listen to it in podcast format as it comes out. They post it a day or two later. 1122A uh, was an unintended episode, the tribute to Brooks Robinson with uh, Danny Black, the sports balt. He's the Baltimore guy, and Danny was sad. I was sad. I think Brooks was, a, as I said, an Arkansas mensch. Enjoyed reminiscing with Brooks, and we both had some stories. Interestingly, 1123 was my episode, a little bit of a riff on aftermarket autographs of have a card with the autograph, without the autograph, which one would you prefer? I actually recorded that by myself, and I did it before the Brooks Robinson tribute. So I, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I, I do have a bunch of Brooks Robinson autographs. And I imagine there'll be some interest, but as we discussed, there's a lot of them out there. And I, I don't begrudge people that would rather have a card that is unautographed, that's cleaner and perhaps in better shape just because it's un unadulterated. It's not improved in any, any sense, but it's just the card. And that's fine. 1124, last one, I called it the allure of metal universe. It was just capturing again, box from upper deck where I was really looking at why do I like Metal Universe? So I think it was a groundbreaking, the arenas, why they gave them permission that, that had to be way more expensive than just pure photography, but it's probably my favorite base card design. And the final comment that I was going to say, because I don't usually like to say what I got when I break these boxes, because the best thing, I don't want people going after it because the best stuff is going to go on my wall if I get something good. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I actually did get a pink PMG. And so it will go on my wall. And so I'm not going to say who it is, but my wall is in alphabetical order. It's not in color order. If you look for something pink, these are more modern PMGs. I don't think they're as lustrous. I don't think they pop quite as much. Of course, the red and the green from back in the late 90s was just groundbreaking. So now it hasn't been beat to death, but it's when you get a PMG, you got a good card. But if you're looking on my wall, and, you, and I may put it in my podcast background. So if there's a pink PMG, there's already a green PMG that some of you have spotted, but a pink PMG from this past year. Thanks, everybody. I'll be back again. I'm trying to stay on schedule, and I am on schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But this week, it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So I will see you in a couple of days, and uh, thanks again.